0: Shalom to all. Today's office is Yushalmi, Baruchas, daf is Yushami brachastaf pe Pei Aleph. We are starting about the second line with the words Rabbi Yisa, and in villains Seder daf it's nur Ches Amud Six lines up from the bottom with those same words. And today's daf is sponsored Leilu Nishmas Maris Miriam Sarah Bas Rabbi Yaakov Her neshama should have an olia. We continue talking about Natil Sudaim. Rabbi Yisa says B'shem Rabchia Bar Ashi, Rabbi Yina Rabbi Chia Bar Ashi say B'shem Rav. Then Nitiel Sederim When a person is washing Nitiel Sederim before eating Truma, they have to wash up until the Perak, which is up until the wrist, meaning where the wrist meets the arm. Ulechulen, when a person's washing before eating chulin, ad kishretz ba'esav, he only has to wash up until the knots of his fingers. What does that mean? That means where the top of his finger meets the back of his palm, he only has to wash up until there. Now, why would there be a difference between truma and chulin? So let's remember, the Tekhanus Chazal van Til Sadaim was largely because they were afraid that a kain would end up eating truma with tummy hands, thereby being metami the truma, so therefore everyone, even non kayanim have to wash their hands just to get everyone in the habit of washing before eating. And this is called srach truma, getting in a routine for truma. So when we're actually washing our hands before eating truma, we have to be machmir up until the Perak, because that was the whole purpose of the takana. For chulin, we could be more mekel, because the whole purpose of washing before chulin was only for truma, really. So therefore, we could be more easygoing when dealing with chulin. However, Miyasha, Rav of Ben Levi, Miyasha, who is the grandson of Ishub and Levi, Omar he said, Manda one who used to eat with my grandfather, and he didn't wash his hands up until his wrist. Even for chulin, my grandfather wouldn't eat with him. Now, for what foods does one have to wash in Til And we're talking about Hulin foods over here. So says, in sedaim el la one only has to wash in Til Sedaim for bread. Bread is the main staple of a person's diet, so the takana was only on bread taught called One has to wash before eating anything that has moisture of a little bit of liquid on it. And Rabbi Zaira, Rabbi Zaira says, That even if one's just going to be chewing termousin beans, he has to wash his hands. And this is according to the Shita, which we have in the Bible as well, The one has to wash before eating any sort of produce, fruits and vegetables. Another halach regarding Tiel Sudaim, Rav Amarav says, If a person wash their hands in the morning before food, they're not matrechem to wash his hands, before his afternoon meal or his evening meal. And it has to be obviously that he kept his hands clean and that he was a and didn't become Tomei, so on and so forth. As long as all those conditions were kept to, he doesn't have to wash his hands again before eating his afternoon or evening meal. And similarly, Rav Avina, he instructed his donkey driver, wherever you find, meaning wherever you find water, it's sufficient, that you can wash your hands and make it tonight that that hand-washing is gonna be for all of your eating for the rest of the day. Donkey drivers were always going from here to there and there weren't always rest stops available where they had water. So therefore, Rav Avinu told him, if you have water in the morning or you find water somewhere along the journey, you can wash your hands and make it tonight that that hand-washing is gonna be good for the rest of the day. Now a story, the Gemara tells us, Reb Ze'ira sawal Rabavo Rebavoh Kesarin. Rab went up to visit Rabavo in Kesario Ashkechei, Rabavo found Reb Umar, he told him, or, Ne'zel let's go and eat some food. So Yav Agula Dekatsi. Rebbe Vo gave Rebbe Zeira the round thing, Agula literally means a round thing, that means a round loaf of bread, and Dekatzi means to make hamaytzi on it, to cut it and to give it out to all the people that were eating with them. Rebbe Vo told him, Sav brich, take it and make a bracha. Rebbe Zeira told him, Baal Bayes, he knows the power of his loaf. What does it mean, he knows the power of his loaf? So we know that the Baal bayis is supposed to give out Baayin Yaffe, he's supposed to cut slices and be very, Generous with it to give it to the people that are eating. So Rabzaira was telling him, You're the Baal bias, you know how to be generous. You make Hamaitzi. And Rabbavo made Hamaitzi and gave out the bread. Now, after they ate, Amr Lay, so Rabbavo told Rabzaira, Take the cup and make a bracha, meaning you should lead benching for us. Um, Amr'alei Rebbe Zeirah told him, Chachem Rebbe l'Refuna Anasha Rabbah. You Rebbe, meaning he's calling Rebbe, you recognize Ravuna is a great man. V'hu hava Amar, he used to say, ha-paseach uchayseim. the one that opened, he's the one that should close, meaning the one that made the Hamaitzi he should bench. So you, Rebbe should bench for us. Now the Gemara says, <laughs> The following b'raisa seems to be not like ravuna The time we have a b'raisa. The order of n'til s'yadayim is as follows. An chamisha, if there's up until five people eating at the suda, so then we start from the most of person. The most of person washes n'til s'yadayim first, and then everyone else washes. You if there's more than five people, so then we start from the least of person, and then we work our way upwards. Now why is that? That's because if we're going to start with the most, chashev person, it's not proper for him to be sitting there waiting, twiddling his thumbs for everyone to wash. Remember, the most chashev person is going to be the one making hamaitzi for everyone, so he's going to wash first, and to make him sit there waiting for everyone else to wash is improper. Now, the water that's brought in the middle of the meal for people to dip their fingers into and wash their hands off if their hands were dirty. With this water, we always bring it to the Gadol, the most chashiv person first. That's because since they're in the middle of the meal, he doesn't have to wait for anyone. So we bring it to him first as a sign of Hashivas, and then right afterwards, he'll continue eating. The water that's brought after the meal, meaning, we start from the person who's benching, meaning, whoever's going to lead benching, he washes first. Now, why is that? Why she asking lebracha? Isn't it so that he could prepare himself for the bracha? Means he needs to put himself into the proper mindset, he has to get ready to bench for everyone to lead the Zimon, and so, therefore, he gets Mayimachainim first. Now, in Tamar, if you're going to say that that the one that made Hamaitzi is automatically going to be the one that's going to bench, so who he's already prepared. He knows, since he made Hamaitzi, that he's going to be benching for everyone. So, why would he have to get Mayimachainim first in order to prepare himself? He's already prepared. He's already ready to bench. So, Pehalafam is on top. Yitzchak, he says, we could explain this, regarding those that come into the meal, pieces, pieces. Meaning, the meal wasn't started with everyone sitting sitting down at the same time, people came into the meal at random times, and so everyone made Hamaitzi on their own, and there wasn't any particular person that made Hamaitzi for everyone, and therefore, v'layah din they don't know who's going to bench for them. You're right, if there was one person that made Hamaitzi for everyone, so he technically would be the one to be benching for everyone, so he technically does not need to have ma'am first. But in a situation where people came at different times to the meal, so everyone made their own hamaytzi, so we don't know who's going to bench, so then we're first going to give ma'am to the one who's going to bench so that he could prepare himself. And moving on to brand new halacha, halacha Gimel. Once again, we have another machlokas between beisham and beishil. How to act at a suda? The Mishnah says beishamai emir beishamai says mekanech yadav b'mappa umanicha l'sholchan. A person should wipe his hand on the cloth or on the towel and place it on the table. Well, Beishamai says, says he could even place it on the cushion that he's sitting on. Now, this is referring to the towel that he used for Alanteel sodayim and that he's going to be using throughout the meal to wipe his hands if his hands get dirty because he's touching the food. So, Beshama says he should leave it on the table, don't put it on the cushion that he's sitting on. Beisel says he could put it on the cushion he's sitting on, no problem. The Gemara lays out the groundwork to explain the Machlaikas. First of all, Our Mishnah is talking about a table which is made either out of shayish, which is marble, or it's made out of pieces. It's not one solid block. It's made up of a number of pieces that are connected to each other. And the reason why this is important to know is because such a table is not toma. And Beishamai Davka wants his towel to be placed on something that's not toma. So we explain, what's Beishamai's reasoning that it's not allowed to be placed on the cushion and it has to be placed on the table? That's for the following reason. mashkin So it's a liquid which is on the towel shouldn't become Tame from the pillow or the cushion that he's sitting on, and then it's going to go be Mitame's hands. As we said yesterday, that liquid, if it's touched by tuma, becomes a Risha in the Tama. So Beshama is afraid that this towel is wet enough that if it's touched by something that's Tame, that liquid will become Tame, and then he's going to wipe his hands with it, making his hands Tame, and then he's going to touch his food, and that's going to be Mavatal, his Nithil sudaim that he washed before the Sudha. And since a pillow or the cushion that he's sitting on could be Tame, so don't put the towel over there. He should put it on the table, which we've already established is either. Either marble or it's made out of pieces, and therefore it can't be toma So we explain Matama in the base hill. So what's Base Hill's reasoning? That's not a problem if it's put on the cushion. So the answer is because La'ilam suffik Mashkin tahar. Whenever we're dealing with a suffik mashkin being his hands, we say that it's tahar. In other words, over here, it's only a suffix whether or not this towel is becoming tame. And when we're dealing with his hands becoming tame, since the whole ability for his hands to become tame is through liquid, which anyway is only Xerdiraban. So we're making what that, and therefore there's no problem putting 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 it on a pillow, which might be Tomei. Now, another understanding of this hill is because the Toma of Yodayim is not going to apostle Chulin. Meaning, even if his hands do become Tamei, his hands are only going to be a Shani Latoma. And we know that when we're dealing with Chulin, Chulin cannot become a Shlishi Latoma. So that means that his hands, anyway, are not going to be able to Timitama his food because he's eating Chulin. So there's no problem if his hands become Tamei. The Gemara asked, be yes, Does Beishame hold that there is a problem of his hands that are Tamei touching Chulin? Beishame seemingly agrees with this, that Chulin, if touched by a not Become tame. So according to this reasoning, why would Beis argue with Beis Hillel? So the Gemara provides two answers. Pepe Zamaral on the top, pater We can explain this as Aikrab Shem Ben Lazar, Aikrab Elazar Reb Tzadik. Beis either holds like Shem Ben or like lazar Reb Tzadik. Krib Shem Ben What does Shem Ben Lazar hold? The Tanya have a braisa. Shem Ben Hayodayim. Unwashed hands, Tchila lechulin ushniyis latruma. They're considered a Tchila, meaning they're considered a Rishon latoma when it comes to chulin, and they're considered a shani latoma when it comes to truma, which means when a person has unwashed hands, they're considered a reshine, and that means that if he touches chulin with them, the chulin will become a shani, meaning the chulin will become tame. And if he has unwashed hands, and he's going to be touching truma, so we don't have to say that they're a the latuma, we could say that they're shani latuma, and then when they touch the truma, the truma becomes a shlishi. So this could be beshamah shita, that if his hands become tame from the wet towel, they're going to become a reshin not a shani, and then they will be matami the chulin that is eating. We learned over there, it that was prepared according to the strictest Tahara standards of Kodesh. In the Bavali, this is called Chulon Shinasu Al taharas HaKodesh. So, Hare Elu K'chulon is just like regular Chulon. It doesn't take on any sort of elevated status. However, Reb Lezber says, Hare Elu shnayim V'lepsul Echad It becomes like truma in terms of becoming two levels of Tama and making one level of Psol. When we say that something becomes Tamei, that means it becomes Tamei to the extent that it could also be Metamei something else. And Psol Echad means it becomes Tomei, but it's not able to be mitame something else. So when we say that it becomes Tomei latamei shnayim, that means it become a rishon latoma or a sheni latoma, and in both of these scenarios, it's able to pass on toma to something else. And psol echad means it could become a shlishi latoma, which means it's Tomei, but it's not able to pass on something else. So here also we see that if beishamai holds like rebles reb so then we could say that we're talking about chulin, which was nasal taharis hakaydash, and then this chulin could become Tomei if his hands are tamei. Therefore, this understanding in base Hill of enyodayim Khulin is not a question on beishamai. We're going to stop here for the day, Hook up tomorrow, continue to talk about this topic. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.